Good morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here on another wild, whimsical, wise sort of Wednesday, friends, for Torch Report 431. It just gets stranger by the day. How do we make sense of the madness? How do we manage to stay sane in the process of making sense of the madness, friends? And, and I'm going to get into how exactly today. But first up, I have to say, friends, I am sorry. Yesterday, I made a big mistake. I only sent out the email to Patriot Club members. And that, of course, that means uh, that a lot of people didn't receive the report. So yesterday's report was uh, based on feedback. Hey, it was a, a report you probably don't want to miss out on. I was sharing a story about uh, Sergeant First Class Lauren Kaufman and, and, and his example of intrepid leadership, etc. Anyway, I, I'm going to include the link to Torch Report 430. Something strange just happened uh, in, in, in today's report, top and bottom there, just so you don't miss the chance to tune into that. Now then, with that said, as yesterday's title suggested, you know, there's something strange in the air, but I think something's kind of clicking. There, there, there's something surfacing coming through right now, light shining through the cracks in the darkness. Now, I feel, I think that we all can feel it, feel that, but I think that we can all feel that. And so today, as I was cruising through the news, like I do every day, you know, out there searching for the signal amidst all the noise, the only conclusion I could come up with is that, you know, things are just getting stranger by the day. You know, there's all kinds of weird stuff out there and none of it really matters. None of it. So I don't believe that it's an accident. Things are getting weirder by the day. I believe that that's by design. Because this is how psychological warfare works. It keeps people distracted. It keeps people confused. It, it works on whittling away any sense of certainty about what's really going on in the world. What the hell's going on around here? Well, we don't really know. And that, that kind of feeds into that, that uh, free-floating anxiety and all that kind of stuff. It's all psychological warfare. But they're also working on kind of relentlessly working toward withering our sense of right and wrong to confuse the bad guys with the good guys, the predators with the protectors. And all of this, I believe, seeks to erode our inner, innate inner sensing, that, that ability inside of ourselves to distinguish between good and evil. This is the true transformation of human consciousness. We've been talking about the transformation of consciousness, because those are words that they use. Uh, but this this is really what we're going to get into today. So it's not just uh, the censoring of information to skew reality and cultivate the desired public perspective. That's part of it. But it's not just that. It's not just the endless sloganizing and sophisticated propaganda that forcefully embeds bad, embeds bad ideas into the collective hive mind. Right. It's not just hijacking the, the human herd here. These things do have a major impact. They do change our beliefs and our behaviors. They do change our language and our outlooks on life. And all of this, you know, literally changes our brains. And that's major, major stuff. But but the deeper transformation is still the greater threat. 
And at the, at the risk of getting lost in the weeds today, friends, I want to try to explain why. Okay? Human consciousness, I believe, is a unique and precious gift. I state that as a fact, but you know, <laughs> you may think differently, but I believe human consciousness is a unique and precious gift. It is profound and complex. The, the depths of the implication that stem from our own inner awareness. They're astounding. You know, the whole of humanity has been wrapped in this great mystery since the dawn of time, you know, but yeah, so as not to wax on too philosophically here, I want to keep it practical because the practical aspects of us each having our own infinitely unique inner awareness can be quickly distilled down to the simple fact that we are born as free human beings, okay? All of this talk about, you know, philo philosophical awareness, blah, blah, blah. It boils down to we're free human beings. So that's where we're at. That's where we're going here. Our consciousness makes it so. This is why all of the warnings that we've got into, you know, clinical psychologists warning us about the subconscious taming of humanity the transformation of human consciousness. This is why these warnings are so disturbing to me. Those who are deliberately attacking the masses at this deep and personal level, they're attacking us, uh, well, they're really attacking us at the level of the soul. They're really seeking to take control of your soul. And they're accessing and transfer, transforming our consciousness by hacking our minds. So the consciousness, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna split some hairs here today, but the consciousness really is a, a spiritual manifestation. Consciousness is associated with the soul, not with the mind. That'll make more sense here in just a minute. But television, social media, all the modern gadgets, it provides a very powerful tool set for the elites to work on hijacking our minds and transforming our consciousness. Now the weaponized AI the algorithmic social interventions, all of those tools push the scientific capacity to fundamentally transform humanity to absolutely inconceivable heights. Inconceivable. Luke, you're telling me they're, they're hijacking our minds and they're transforming human consciousness and trying to steal our soul? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> but, you know, since, since most people are not monks, most people are not meditators, the vast majority of people out there just kind of remain completely unaware that all this is happening. It's happening to them. It's happening to you. It's happening to me. It's happening to all of us each and every day. That's the scary part. The fact that majority of people remain wholly unaware. That's the scary part. Now, just like every, every other cult in the world that's ever came along, right? We've talked about cults a lot, but the, the modern cult collective, it's very seductive. Right? It's always for the greater good and to keep people safe and to be a good human. And with all this flowery language, of course, the victims of the cult are carefully seduced. They're carefully groomed and conditioned to accept one false premise after another until the point they become completely subservient and accepting of the cult doctrine. It works every time. And unfortunately, those who are being seduced and those who are being preyed upon, they don't realize it, right? They just drink the Kool-Aid until it's too late. They're waiting for the spaceship and they never wake up. Friends, that is precisely what is happening right now at the global scale. And what is important to realize here, being the complex creatures that we are, 
is that we're not just physical and mental beings. Okay, so all of this seduction is it's targeted at the brain, it's targeted at emotions. Okay, but we're not just physical and mental beings. We are spiritual beings. And I understand that everybody may have a different definition of what that means. That's fine. Set the definition aside for a moment. We are spiritual beings. Our consciousness is actually a spiritual apparatus. Our minds are not. Our consciousness is a spiritual apparatus. Our minds are not. There is a significant distinction between the, the mind and consciousness. You know, and, and of course, you know, this distinction is generally relegated to the more obscure philosophical esoteric musings. But I do think it is critically important that we bring this distinction front and center. And it's really important for several reasons. We're going to get into it here. So thank you for bearing with me, friends. It's worth taking the time to articulate and understand the difference between mental awareness and spiritual awareness. Mental awareness, mind, spiritual awareness, consciousness. We need to understand the difference. And I believe the distinction between mental and spiritual awareness is being intentionally buried for nefarious reasons. <laughs> okay, more on that in a minute. But uh, first, friends, have you noticed all of the over-the-top fascination with Satan lately? I saw some fresh articles out here. Uh, earlier in the week. Anyway, Satan's everywhere, right? I mean, everybody's singing Satan songs. They got Satan clubs and all this kind of stuff. And it doesn't seem just a little bit weird, just kind of creepy, right? You don't have to be a Christian to conclude that Satan, the, you know, the father of lies, you know, isn't exactly the best role model for kids, right? And yet in good old US of A, in school after school, Satan clubs are cropping up all across the country. Zoiks, what the hell is going on here? Now, I don't want to get stuck on this. I did put several reports that drill down on all of this kind of stuff in, in the report today, friends. But the reason I'm bringing up this shocking rise of Satanism is because we need to split some hairs here. And this is really, really critical to grasp. Okay. Spiritual awareness is not a matter of religious belief. I'm going to say it again. Spiritual awareness is not, is not, is not a matter of religious belief. Now, spiritual awareness and religious beliefs, they often get convoluted, but they are, in fact, two entirely separate topics, okay? And you'll see this in just a sec. We're going to spell it all out for you here, but when I say that spiritual awareness is not a matter of religious beliefs, that means that we can set religion aside. And along with setting religion aside, we can set aside all the bickering about who's right and who's wrong. Okay, And then we can instead focus very intently on the fact that we are spiritual creatures and we have spiritual awareness. And this is one of the most fundamental and primary aspects of our shared humanity. It's the bedrock of what we have in common, regardless of the religious beliefs. Okay. So try to follow me here, friends. If we have a heartbeat, right? And in human development, we have a heartbeat before we have a brain and our cells as we're developing our cells communicate with each other to develop our physical bodies, including our brains. And all of this happens without so much as even a thought. And even during our time in the womb, our bodies 
are aware of sounds and light and hot and cold, etc. Pressure, you know, our senses are active. Our senses are aware of the world around us. And all of this requires an incredible amount of cellular awareness, you know, inner awareness every step of the way. Thus, I believe that awareness is embedded within us. It's just there. It's literally infused into every fiber and cell of our being. And this is the awareness that makes us each infinitely unique. That's major, friends. That you are unique. There's nobody like you in the whole tiny universe, whole entire universe, maybe in the multiverse. You want to get super metaphysical, but I kind of doubt that too. I believe that we are each infinitely unique and that infinite uniqueness is rooted in the awareness that is embedded within us. Okay. So though the, uh, you know, spiritual terms can often be slippery here. I, I do believe that this infinitely unique, innate inner awareness, it's innate meaning it's always there. We're born with it. It's inside of us, inner. Okay. It's infinitely unique innate inner awareness and it's ultimately this is the seed of our soul this is the root of who we are your infinitely unique innate inner awareness is the seed of your soul it is the root of who you are and that is the part of us that is under attack it's not just our minds now through the various methods of psychological warfare, the global elites are seeking to fundamentally transform the very essence of who and what we are. I like to think about it like uh, it's like a form of spiritual assassination. And of course, it begs the obvious question. Why? 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 Luke, tell me now. Why? Why all of this spiritual assassination? What the hell is going on? What are you talking about, dude? Where's uh, Trump? 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 No, I'm Setting it aside, friends, we're going to take the high ground here. Why are the global elite so fixated on the spiritual assassination of the masses? I believe the answer is because the seed of our soul is the root of our individuality. It's the source of our free will and our personal sovereignty. In other words, it is our spiritual awareness that poses the greatest obstacle and threat to the you know global tyrannical regime, the tyrannical global agenda, Agenda 2030, UN Sustainable Development Goals, top-down control over every aspect of our lives inside of us, in our free will and our, our, our you know the seeds of our own sovereignty and individuality. There's there's uh, a desire to resist all of this, but that's what they're trying to take care of here. Hence the dumbing down and the subconscious taming of humanity, the taming of humanity. Friends, I believe that we are born wild and free. Our spirits thrive on curiosity and exploration and adventure. We are hardwired to seek new horizons, to expand our personal experience. Life is, in fact, a spiritual journey. It's one of learning and growing and becoming. It's one of discovering and cultivating who we are on the inside who we are at the heart level, at the level of our own infinitely unique inner awareness. It's discovering who we are at the level of our soul. We are wild and free at the level of our soul. Now, I want to pivot here. Okay? They're attacking this part of us, this root of who we are, and there's a reason for it. 
And there's a method to it, obviously, as well. But, the, you know, we're born wild and free. Okay. Now, think about human beings have been domesticating animals for eons, right? Uh, there, there's an art and a science to it. And it's called husbandry or animal husbandry. I did put a link in the article if you want to check that out, friends. But somewhere along the line, the ruling class elites realized that these methods of animal husbandry, these methods of domesticating wild animals work just as well for domesticating human beings. And if you think about domesticated animals, the wolf versus, you know, the sled dog even, or the wolf, you know, versus your lap dog, but domesticated animals are no longer wild and free. In the very same way, domesticated human beings are no longer wild and free either. And I think that's a sad and uncomfortable truth, right? I mean, if you think about it, we've all been domesticated to some degree or another. It just comes with our, our cultural conditioning and our upbringing and all this kind of stuff, our, our civilized society. And the transformation of consciousness that happens through this lifetime of conditioning leads us toward greater degrees of domestication. But I believe the transformation of consciousness is not yet complete. I believe that those of us who still yearn for freedom, we are still wild and free in our hearts. And therefore, this whole process of you know, conscious conditioning can be reversed. And the process of reversing the conditioning of our consciousness, the transformation of our consciousness through societal forces, the process of reversing that begins by reclaiming our consciousness through spiritual intent. How do we reclaim the reins of our own brains? Friends, it begins by reclaiming our consciousness through spiritual intent. And for the record, that's absolutely not a mental exercise here. This is not just semantics. It's not just mental gymnastics. Uh, and it's not just waxing on philosophically, friends. This is, this is, this is how we get ourselves out of this mess. Our minds are a mess. And our society is a reflection of the fact that our minds are a mess. Now, at the personal level, the bundle of neural networks that are kind of magically pinging around and operating somewhere up in our gray matter, that part of our brain has already been hijacked, right? Our brains have already been programmed in big ways and small ways, and for better and for worse, right? It's not it's not all bad. Mental programming is not inherently bad. It's just kind of part of being a human being, but it is the part of being human that is being explicitly exploited to advance the globalist agenda. By hacking our brains, the global elites intend to transform the masses into mindless, subservient minions. We see it every day. Truly cosmopolitan peasants. Friends, to put it simply, they're working to fully domesticate the masses. Because when they can trans, when the, when the transformation of consciousness is complete, when they fully domesticated the masses, then they can treat us like cattle. Then the public will willingly be led to slaughter forever. You know, we might have some instincts to resist, but of course the instinct to resist is being bred out of the herd. Like I've said so many times, they're, they're actively working to eliminate the will to resist. But resistance is the spice of life. And resist we must, right? They can only eliminate the will to resist 
by stifling the human spirit, by suffocating the human spirit under the unbearable weight of mental complexity. This, my friends, is psychological warfare at its finest. And the secret to get out of this mess, to keep it, uh, to keep it at bay here, the secret is to keep our minds in check. And that, my friends, is a spiritual function. It begins and ends with awareness. You are a living, breathing, spiritual being. You are born to be wild and free. And I believe that you know this is true because your heart can feel the truth when you hear it. That is something that we share as human beings. That ability to know and sense the truth, even when our minds struggle to make sense of the madness, friends. This is how peace is found. And it's also how we can find our path forward. And in the context of current chaos, I believe there are no greater lessons than these. Friends, that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please go to the website, take the time, find the heart, click the heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this wild, wise sort of Wednesday. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.